for checking out the podcast today. I know you're not ready, but too bad. The most wanted toys list for Christmas is out and they're already selling out. I'm fine with being ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. And are you a top or a bottom? I think that's inappropriate. When it comes to pumpkin carving. <laughs> we got some major pumpkin carving hacks. This is going to blow your mind. You saved that one. Okay. And how much is too much when it comes to the PS? Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Too much when it comes to the PS. The PS being pumpkin spice, y'all. Oh, pumpkin wow. spice. Because I just heard that uh, there's a limited edition pumpkin spice soap coming out. It's a hand soap, okay? Perfect. And soap's available apparently at Walmart for limited time. Mm. All I could think about was our producer Scott here, and I must find it for him for Christmas for the next 10 years. Because you're Christmas, I think it's for isn't it just for fall? You no. should get it for him today. I'm not buying it for no reason. <laughs> today, it needs to be something special for Christmas. Halloween. Right? <laughs> Who gives gifts at Halloween? Yeah. Anyways, point is, uh, Scott, you are obsessed with pumpkin spice. I don't mind telling you that. Yeah, I I am a I am a fiend for pumpkin spice. And it's you true. are that strange person that gets a pumpkin spice latte. And a pumpkin spice scone at the same time. Every time. Like that absolutely blows my mind. And does it and posts about it and isn't like ashamed. Like he is not eating it secretly in his car. He's like, check it out. Yeah. Uh, pumpkin on pumpkin on yeah. pumpkin on pumpkin. I used to be ashamed because when I would order it, the barista at Starbucks would sometimes say something a little cheeky like, ooh, you love pumpkin. And I'd be like, yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, oh, thank you. You don't need to point it out. But yes, just give me my pumpkin spice latte and my pumpkin scone and yes. I'll go and eat it. Well, yeah, because normally if someone is getting a pumpkin spice scone, you would kind of go with like more of a, a neutral style tea or a neutral coffee. Yeah. Or if you're doing a pumpkin spice coffee, you go neutral maybe on the scone. Because the pumpkin spice itself is so intense. Yes. That flavor is like, I don't know what chemical they use, but it's not real pumpkin, by the way, Scott. No, I know. I, okay, yeah, I, know. I just want you to know that is, I like, I'd like to know what percent <laughs> it's not like real pumpkin. pumpkin. No, I don't think there's any real pumpkin in it. Okay, well, that's good to know. I'm not really into maybe the pumpkin in the scone. spice. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. I, maybe the scone puts real pumpkin in it, who knows. But there, how much pumpkin is too much pumpkin? Because this has gone next level. Level. For example, there is now pumpkin spice massage oil. Okay. Ew. Ew. Thank you. No. That Thank might be you. a bit much. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, even for you. Well, okay. this is when it starts to massage oil. I mean. <laughs> Thank you. Good. This I would is give good it- to know. <laughs> this is good. That's too much. Okay. Pumpkin spice deodorant. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe too much. Oh, good. Okay. He's kind of norm. He's kind of norm. Okay. Let's not get there yet. How okay. about a pumpkin spice hard seltzer? Like alcohol. Uh, I could see it working in the right, in the, in, with the right, like, sort of combination at the right time of year. Like okay. a nude? Like a pumpkin yeah. spice? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Like a hard seltzer. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pumpkin <sighs> spice <sighs> cream cheese. Totally with it. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> that one I bet you could use in, like, baking and stuff. Yeah. People love, like, pumpkin pie. Oh, yeah. I love pumpkin pie. That's a classic. I know, but I think the spice in it is pumpkin spice. It's isn't, the same like, thing. Isn't it the same? Okay, no, I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. Like, I'll give myself pumpkin pie. Hi. Okay, what about pumpkin spice Oreos? Totally into it. Okay. <laughs> I need a whole which box part? right now. Which part is pumpkin spice? The middle. All of it. The middle must be. The cream. 
Oh. Right? Yeah, no. Um, and also another limited edition, because this all started when I saw the pumpkin spice uh, soap, which I now, if I see it at Walmart, I'm going to like get it for you. Please do. Uh, limited edition pumpkin spice spam. Yeah, that feels a bit much. Okay. Any any edition yeah. spam is too much. I don't okay. think pumpkin and meat to me is not a combo that sounds very appealing. Pumpkin and meat. Well, that's what spam is. Yes, you're correct. It's meat in a can. <laughs> okay. Pumpkins. But he also draws the line is not into spam. So maybe if he was into spam, you might be into It's possible. Then Scott yeah, yeah. might be into the pumpkin spice spam. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know where to I don't know what to trust. No, here. I'm actually really happy. You have limitations with pumpkin spice. I did not know this. Mm. I thought you were gonna say yes to the entire list. <sighs> I had to think about each one for sure. Mm-hmm. I made a killer uh pumpkin soup last year. Oh, you're so weird. What? You're so weird. This is for you, Scott. This is for you. Oh, you're so weird. Pumpkin soup? I used real pumpkin. Oh. (laughs) That That is weird. That is weird. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Are you a top or a bottom? This is a very interesting question. It's also very offensive if you're not talking about what I'm talking about, which is pumpkins. Hmm? Are you a top or a bottom when it comes to pumpkin carving? Because... I cut the stem at the top and make a little, like, window at the top and pull the top out and then scoop the guts out and put the top back on. Yeah. Apparently, I've been doing it wrong my whole life. What? According to the pumpkin experts. Yeah. The pumpkin carving experts, you have to cut the pumpkin on the bottom. You're supposed to carve a hole in the bottom of the pumpkin. Okay. Scoop the guts and carve it and do all that so that you can hold the pumpkin easier. So it's not slipping out of your hand. You know when you go to grab the stem and then you're like, I I forgot I cut the top off. You hold the pumpkin easier if there's a hole on the bottom and then you can just put the candle down and put the pumpkin right over top versus trying to like drop the candle perfectly in it. Oh, wait, like you take out the entire bottom. Not the entire bottom. No, you freaky little thing. What? Absolutely not. I'm so confused. You cut a hole in the bottom. You know how when you carve a pumpkin? Yeah, you cut a hole and you keep the hole. Yes. You cut you cut the hole and you don't replace. Okay, you keep it. You keep it. Because the way you made it sound... <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. This is what it sounds like you okay, said. Okay, I'm first, excited. I'm like you. I was. I do the top. I yeah. would take the top off. Right. The stem. Take mm-hmm. the stem yeah. on and off. Yeah. That's my access. Mm-hmm. That's my entrance into... That's your door. That, that's your exactly. pumpkin door. That's yes. My, yes, that's the top. That's the lid into the pumpkin. The lid. Okay. God, where was that word yeah, five minutes it's ago? The yes, lid. the lid. The lid. Exactly. But you're saying the lid should be coming from the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a piggy bank. You want to do it piggy bank style. Yes. You know how piggy banks have the hole in the bottom? Yep, exactly. So, But the way you made it sound like it was that you don't keep that piece of the hole. Do I keep the piece no. of the hole? The hole? No. You you get rid of that part of the hole. Oh, so I was right. You don't keep the hole. No, but you're like, you cut the entire bottom of no, the pumpkin. No. no. I no. take, okay. Okay, no. okay, no, I will put a hole. Yeah, cut the hole. Like a piggy bank yeah. underneath the pumpkin. Mm-hmm. I get rid of that hole. Yeah. And then I place the candle on whatever, my mm-hmm. porch, mm-hmm. and then I put the pumpkin on top. Yes. Oh, yes. That's different. My only question is if you do the door at the bottom, the, the piggy bank style pumpkin, and you carve the bottom part, how do you scoop the guts with like? Because then you've got the stem still on the top. Yeah. So then now you have to hold it. I guess like yeah. that's a slippery situation with. Yeah, and you know. uh, and how 
the hole's got to be pretty big for me to get my hand in there. You know what? This, this, I got, it's, oh, for sure. Like, you got to, oh, yeah. For you, like, if the hole's too small, my yeah. hand's not going in. Yeah, you're right. You got to make a pretty good access. And then, and then, do I want both hands in the hole? No, I think, no, because then how, where's, who's holding the pumpkin? But how am I scooping? It depends how big the pumpkin is. Well, this lady said to use um, a blender, like a mix, like a, what's it called? A, a hand mixer. What? And you put that in, you hold the pumpkin, okay, you cut the bottom, put the, oh, and then you put the hand mixer in and you like, and that gets all the guts out and then you literally just empty it. Interesting. Yeah. Do you keep the seeds? Because I like roasting them for pumpkin. I love roasting the pumpkin seeds. I always have the best intentions. Like, I'm going to roast the... And then I never... Okay. I love roasting the seeds. And then I want to keep the inside because I made like some amazing pumpkin soup last year. Wait, you made it out of the guts? Yeah. You made pumpkin gut soup? Well, how... I don't... I know. I think you're supposed to use the chunky part. Yeah, I use the chunky part. So you have to be very specific. Like, you have to be very careful in how you're getting the chunky part out. Wait, the slimy brain guts? I don't use that in the soup. Okay. The brain guts, you wash off and then you put, you know, roast okay, the seeds. Okay, good. And then I want the meat. Yeah, which is the, the, the outer. Yeah, but sometimes you got to scoop some of that yeah. to make it easy for carving. Mm-hmm. So this, the meat is what I use for the soup. Okay, okay, good. I was worried for your kids. Okay, my other question is, mm-hmm. for the candle situation, yep. because you're putting it on your porch or yep. whatever, my mm-hmm. porch is wood, I don't want okay. the, the candle to burn my porch or to right. make a, some kind of a situation on my porch. Battery. You, okay, need, no, the, you need the fake flicker candle battery. What? Yep. No. Shoppers, they're on sale right now. <laughs> okay, how much? Exactly. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Have you incorporated the Taylor Swift way to deal with life? Wear a cardigan, get a cat. <laughs> okay, nope. Those aren't the ways I'm talking about. The Taylor Swift way. To deal with situations you can't handle. You know her song, Antihero? It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, at It's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Love it. Okay? I realized that I've been doing that the last couple of weeks without even knowing that I was doing that. And then Taylor Swift's Antihero helped me realize that I've been doing it the Taylor Swift way. Before, um, if something was not making sense to me with another human, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) A human in my life, let's Mm -hmm. just say, in any situation, I usually would want to ask the person, like, are you okay? Yikes, okay. Right? I've done this to you a few times. (laughs) Yes. Are you okay? It can be taken the wrong way, Nira. Right? Yes. But you know, like, what's going on? Like, now I have turned it, and the last little while I've started saying, I honestly can't process that right now. Okay. Meaning it's me. I. I have taken the responsibility and I can't process this situation right now. So okay. whatever you want to do with it and whether you had a part in it, didn't let, that's all on you. I'm not saying anything to you about it. Mm. I honestly can't process this right now. Okay. So you're flipping it instead of being like, what is your problem? What's yeah. going on with you? Yeah. You're saying, I can't handle what you're doing. I can't process. Nope. I can't I, process. I can't. But, but you are saying what you're doing. I can't process what you said. I can't process what you're doing. But I don't say that. I say I can't process this right now. Interesting. And you whatever. Turn it, you make it about you. Yes. Because I'm not able to process. I'm not able to. And are and are you able to process but you're just saying you're not able to process? Hey, and you're just tricking? Don't try to I'm, overanalyze. No, I need to know. No, I'm doing the Taylor Swift way of anti-hero. It's me. It's me, 
I'm the problem, clearly. Yeah, but you're not saying I'm the problem. You're saying it's me, hi. I, I can't, can't process, process what you're right saying. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I can't process what you're saying. I'm like, I can't process this right now. Whatever, whatever, if it's something that was said, if it's something that's been done, if it's a situation, hmm. I can't process right now. I, I need a minute. I will be honest, as the recipient of <laughs> you saying, what is wrong with you? Like many <laughs> times, and like fair, for fair reasons. I would rather, I like this way better because then I could be like, huh, she can't handle it. Dude, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> I'm trying a new approach. I'm yeah. hoping maybe it will maybe it will enlighten some people to probably possibly maybe think about things a little bit differently. No, I think what's going to happen is everyone's going to be like Nira is so screwed up. <laughs> Poor thing. Fine, it's the Taylor Swift way. I'm screwed up. It's me. Hi. It's me. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. I'm, I'm the problem. <laughs> At tea time. <laughs> Holly and Nira. And now and she's done it again. Taylor Swift broke her own records. That's today's top biz story. It took her less than 24 hours for Taylor Swift's Midnight's which she released at midnight to break the record for most streamed album in a single day. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. At this girl, man. You know that's already on a shirt you can buy? Saw it. It's me. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. I really do enjoy that line. So good. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like we need to really dive deep with this song, Luda. I have so many questions. I admit being the screwed up one all the time, too. I know. It's like, it's a thing. It's, it is like a way to sort of just sort of, I don't know, not get out of a situation, but, and I'm not really taking ownership. I'm just sort of like, I don't know. Okay, yeah, wait, we do. Wait, what? Yeah. You're not taking ownership? I am, but I'm just more sort of like, let's move on. Uh, like, I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, it's my okay. fault, but let's not talk about it. Move on. So then are you rooting for the anti-hero? That's totally. my main question. Oh, good one. Yeah, we don't have time for that right now. Exactly, right? right. I know. We don't we have, have an do... extra 15 minutes to do a deep dive. We need to do a major let's deep dive. Let's come back. She's so smart, though. Uh, her her album, Midnight's, it was released at midnight. But then she also, at 3 a.m., released a whole bunch of extra tracks for those who are really, like... Her real fans. Mm. She's like, mm, for those who stuck around, look what I did at 3 a.m. Uh, she also then tweeted to her fans, thank you for, you know, her breaking these records. And then she's like, like, what just even happened? <laughs> you know what the effect you have on us, Taylor. Okay. And also now all these reports that new Taylor Swift lyrics might actually reveal the name of Blake Lively's unborn baby. There was all these rumors that went down for when their baby, Betty, was named Betty. Mm -hmm. Because um, Taylor in her last album said something about Betty. Mm. And all of a sudden people were like, oh my gosh, that is going to be Ryan Reynolds and uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's baby's name. And then guess what? Their baby's name was Betty. Okay? Mm. Because they have Inez, James, and Betty. And now in one of Taylor's songs, um, the, it's called You're On Your Own Kid. She she says, I see the great escape. So long, Daisy May. Mm. And now people are like, who is Daisy May? Who's Daisy May? I see the great escape. So long, Daisy May. And they're like, that's it. So is it going to be Daisy or Daisy May? People or are saying, May. the Swifties are saying Daisy May right now. Okay. They're saying Daisy May is going to be the name of Ryan Reynolds. Is that and hyphenated? No, it's just Daisy May. Like M-A-E? M A Y May Daisy May is one word? No, like it's it's two words. Okay, so Daisy, I'm not hyphenated though. Just Daisy May. Daisy May. 
Okay. What is wrong with you right now? I don't know. It's me. Hi. Hi. Holy smokes. Okay, remember back in the 90s when Matthew Perry, as in Chandler from Friends, dated Julia Roberts? Uh, she co-starred in an episode, okay? And it was a great episode. And uh, she'd been dating Chandler. <laughs> I love calling him Chandler. <laughs> no, he, that's how I know him too. Matthew Perry for months. And then in his new book, Matthew Perry Reveals, it's coming up his memoir, he reveals he actually broke up with her uh, because he really, really, really liked her. Oh. Again, it's me. Hi, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. Yeah. Uh, he did it because he was so scared that she was going to break up with him that he broke up with her. Oh, my God. Because he was afraid. This is very high school. But they were adults. Also, that is a sick move, though. If you do feel like, that, yeah. okay, can we have a little chat later? Immediately break up with them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Great but relationship advice. She, she wasn't showing any signs that she was going to break up with him, though. Yeah, but you never know. It's Who just knows? he thought she was too good for him. Yeah. So he's like, it's inevitable. She's going to break out with me. They were in the be- They were having such a good time. Mm. They're really enjoying each other's company. And he's like, I broke up with the most amazing, talented, beautiful woman in the world because I was scared that she might dump me first. Right. And I didn't want to get hurt. He knew she was oh, too good for him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for him. Okay. Matthew Perry also says that it was Jennifer Aniston, the one who confronted him the most about his drinking and his drug problems. Oh, wow. Yeah, he actually like ended up like punching a wall or something. Uh, and he's like, she was the one who would come to him the most and say like, you got some secrets, you need to deal with these and you got to do something about this. That's a good friend. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to no. do. No, he's like, they were all good friends, but she's the one who came mm-hmm. at him the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he said he spent approximately $9 million or so trying to get sober all oh, these wow. years. Yeah. It takes a long time for oh. some people. It is an addiction. It's a lifelong thing. Oh, the demons. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. You can always catch up on more Biz Stories on the iHeartRadio app. Push it like, aye, aye, aye. It's time to play Polly and Nira's Truth Hurts. We are pumped. Lizzo is coming to Vancouver, as if you didn't already know that. November 7th. It's a Monday night. Who cares? We're ripping it up. Rogers Arena. We have tickets in a suite with Nira and I to hang out, to have some drinks, to watch Lizzo. We're playing a fun game this morning called Holly and Nira's Truth Hurts. Yeah, that's the twist. I mean, we're going to give you sweet tickets, but you got to hang out with us, okay? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and all that's night part long, of the deal. We're going to play two <laughs> truths and a lie with you. No, honestly, this is going to be a fun night. And it looks like we got Rachel from Delta here. Rachel? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Rachel. Hi. Rachel, are you like a little bit excited? Just a bit. Oh I'm trying to breathe. Okay. You know what you're going to do, Rachel? You're going to breathe. We're going to give you the statements. You just breathe, take your deep breaths, and take a good listen. Here we go. Okay. Two, okay, so, yeah, what? sorry. Two, two truths, one lie. Holly didn't learn to swim until she was 20 years old. Nira has a rescue dog named Sushi. Holly's hair doesn't hold any curl ever. So there's two truths, one lie. You want them one more time? We're going to say them one more time. Yes. Here we go. Okay, you keep breathing. You breathe. Okay. Breathe and listen, okay? Ears open. Okay. Holly didn't learn to swim until she was 20 years old. Nira has a rescue dog named Sushi. Holly's hair doesn't hold any curl ever. Two truths, one lie, Rachel. (laughs) Um, number three? Number three, you're saying is true. Yes, number three is true. Yes. Where's the lie? Which one is the lie? (laughs) 
We really want you to get these positive. You're coming with us, so we just have to get you to say it. Which one's the lie? Which one's the lie? Yeah, you're okay. asking someone. You're asking. You have a sushi dog. Yes, you're she does. Sushi dog. I'll tell you right now. Sushi dog is real, and she's so cute. <laughs> sushi dog. Sushi dog. <laughs> Swimming, um, swimming, swimming. Yes! Swimming! Swimming, swimming is a lie! <gasps> oh, <laughs> I love so much. Okay, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel story. I'm actually an incredibly good swimmer, and I got all my patches and all my badges and even took my lifeguarding and diving. Yeah. Boom! If you okay. are swimming, you want me near you. Well, you used to be. Are you still a good swimmer? I'm okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, Rachel, you are coming with yes. us. Yes, Rachel! Rachel. Yes, you're going to be in a suite. Oh it's going to be pretty sweet with me and Holly. We're going to have a good time. Uh, November 7th, Rogers Arena. You're going to Lizzo. Okay, babe? I'm shaking my belly. <laughs> I know I love it. Okay, go take a breath. Some deep, deep breaths. We're so excited to meet you November 7th, and we're going to do this again. Tomorrow morning, 7.30, your chance to win. It's time for Holly and Nira's Story Time. We love doing this every year. If you're 10 years old or younger, we want to hear your scariest, spookiest, original Halloween story. And if we read your original story on the air, you get $100 for candy. $100 cash money. What for your piggy bank? Do what you want responsibly. No, no. don't. You don't have to be responsible. It's $100. You should. Yeah, you should buy candy. Gas prices are going up. Oh, yeah, buy your mom a tank of gas, if that can even afford that. I don't even know. No, to stick to candy. You can enter your story. You still have time. 94.5virginradio.ca. Nira is going to read this morning's story. Okay. This is coming from Caitlin Wong. 300 words or less. Caitlin Wong, age 10. What city does it say? Delta. Caitlin and Delta. Once there was a haunted house on Barry Avenue. Nobody dared to go near it. Two boys, Johnny and Dave, would play close to it every single day. And one day, Johnny and Dave were playing, and the haunted house window's light turned on. Oh, God. Run. Johnny went closer and said, Dave, come, let's go. Dave followed him. I don't know why. (laughs) Dave followed him. It was quiet. They both looked outside and noticed all the neighbors were watching them. Knock, knock, knock. When they went inside, there was a long hallway with knives on the walls, bats flying through the ceilings. Then they went up the squeaky stairs. Two hallways. Johnny went left. Dave went right. They didn't even stay together? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay, anyways. Johnny went left. Dave went right. Johnny went into a big room. Inside the big room, there was a giant black box covered with blood. Johnny opened it, of course. There was a pink jelly bean inside. Johnny ate the pink jelly bean. When Dave approached the room, he screamed! Ah! It was too late. Johnny had already turned into a vampire. Till this day, no one has gone inside the house again. Not even Dave. Johnny is the nicest vampire, though. He doesn't drink blood. He only eats jelly beans. Wow. Happy Halloween. Caitlin Wong from Delta. 10 years old. That's a 
great story. Great story, but I really do wish he sucked blood, but that's okay. Okay, <laughs> she's 10. Leave her alone. We'll stick with jelly beans. Fine, jelly beans, pink jelly beans. Congratulations, Catlin, uh, Caitlin. 100 bucks coming your way, and we'll do it again tomorrow morning at 8.30. You're waking up with Holly and Hira. Virgin. Whether you're ready or not, too bad. Here it is. The top toys for Christmas list is out. And they're already selling out. So get a pen, start a note in your phone. Here we go, Nira. Okay, here we go. The Melissa and Doug Super Smile Dentist Kit. One of the most popular items for this Christmas. Teaches kids how to have good dental hygiene, and kids are loving it. Okay, is that like an age thing for that or anything? They say it can be for like anyone over three, but like older kids like playing with it too. Sure, cool. And it's already selling out. 45 bucks. Okay. Melissa and Doug, of course. They're like, it's wood. It's twice the price. You're like, mm, you know. Um, do your kids watch Coco Melon, your little one? Still? Uh, Coco she, Melon? She, she still does get intrigued by Coco Melon. Okay, the Boo Boo JJ doll from Coco Melon, which is like the little blonde kid. Selling out fast. Very hot item. $34. Okay, I'm going to skip on the this Boo 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 baby. His name is Boo Boo JJ. Okay, Boo Boo JJ. I'm going to skip on Boo Boo JJ. Still big for Christmas 2022, the Barbie Dreamhouse. Still huge. Okay, I can see that. But I don't... Does it ever go out of style? It's $180. Oh. But the new Barbie dream house for this year, get ready, comes with a party room with a DJ booth. Okay, I want that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm down to play with Barbie in the disco room. Okay, how about this one? The Leapfrog Clean Sweep Learning Caddy. It comes with a little mop, a little broom, a little spray bottle, and some rags. Okay, those are those are actually really cute. Um, my kids, so cute. They've outgrown that now. Yeah, but we did have a little cleaning kit. Yeah, they're twenty five the bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cute. cute. Uh, the Pictionary Air Star Wars game is high on the list for Christmas this year. It's like you play Pictionary, but you play it in the air, mm-hmm. and the little light pen that you play with is a lightsaber. Makes sense. There's the Star Wars angle. Still big. Squishmallows. I don't understand these things, but yeah. kids go nuts for them. Yeah, my kids have a squishmallow each. Okay. Uh, they like to use them as their pillow. Okay. We're often squishmallow seen like for car, like for the long car drives. You know, like, okay, long, yeah. like you know when you're Cute. in the car for a long time, that's yeah. kind of their pillow in there. Okay. But man, like when you're traveling with them, they get dirty. Oh, and can you wash squishmallows? Yeah, yeah. So you, you just can? throw them in the washing machine. Specifically, Tally the gray soft cat squishmallow and Carly the camel. Huge for Christmas. Okay. And then this one, Nira, I, I'm i going to get you this toy for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most popular items. Every kid wants it of all ages. It's selling out fast. The Magic Mixies Magical Misting Crystal Ball. Ooh. It's a crystal ball for kids. And Magic Mixies, I've never heard of them, but they're huge last year. They're big again this yeah. year. Now with this Magical Misting Crystal Ball. You get to use an interactive wand to mix and cast your own spells. Okay, I'm sorry. What's the age on that one? (laughs) Any age. Right? No. And you can reset it. Like if you cast a spell and you're like, I didn't like that. I don't don't like the mixie I made. Yeah. You get to reset it and recast spells over and over. I'm super into this. My only concern is sometimes you may think that you're just pretending, but you may actually cast a real spell. Mm. Because that's the one. If I've learned anything from the show Supernatural, you have to be very careful with these spells and you thinking you're just having fun because some of these spells can be real and you not realize them and then in have to come the Winchester brothers. How many life lessons do you get from the show Supernatural and the Winchester brothers? A lot during the Halloween season. Okay? (laughs) Holly and Nira. 
Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Who would get killed off first? If we were all characters in a horror movie, a slasher flick, who would get killed off first? There we are. It's Holly and Nira. We got our producer Scott. And we got producer Darren. The four of us are in a horror movie together. Who would get killed off and who would last? I'm going to need some details. Where are we? Who are we running from? Let's say it's kind of like the scream situation. Okay? Okay. There's someone coming at us. There's a slasher in the midst. Oh, God. All right? Okay. And my theory is based on the rules to surviving horror movies, because I love horror movies, been obsessed with them. I really feel like Darren is going to be the first to go. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Darren, you're young. You're kind of cocky. You think I'm going to be like oblivious to the threat? Yes, like you're going to be too busy like on on the gram. You'll be trying to TikTok. Yeah, you'll be TikToking this and you'll be like, it's fine, guys. I'm just going to see what message, what the message board says. Yeah, you'll be going live. All right. Well, maybe I would sacrifice myself because I'm the only one that doesn't have a family. Yeah. So maybe I'd, you know, willingly go, you can take me. I don't think you'll willingly say that. I think you don't have as much on the line. So you will be more cocky. That's a sweet gesture, though. He's going to throw himself in front of the slasher for you and your family, Nira. Are you going to throw yourself in front of the slasher, or do you think you're just going to get killed first? Or will we throw you in front of the slasher? I would consider, you know, take... I would consider, let's say, saying, you know... Offer me up first. <laughs> okay, oh, take you guys, me. You know, you've got take and me. I just don't see you as that altruistic. I know. Like, you're, you're on your phone and remember, you're getting killed. Remember how I said he's cocky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will Maybe. be your martyr is what he's saying. <laughs> I appreciate it, Darren. Okay. Thank you. Well, next to go, Holly, I think it would be you. Get real. Yes. I'm lasting right till the end. Nope. According, 100%. No, according to the rules yeah. of surviving rules? a horror movie, you are, uh, and I mean this in a good way, your chest is too big. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me? You're the sex symbol. <laughs> a me? Yeah. That's sad. Okay, that's so lame if I'm the one. Yes, and also, like, you know, you're the most salacious the most like wow. <laughs> so the tighter the shirt I'm wearing the faster I'm getting killed <laughs> well according to the old school <laughs> horror movies wow. okay what was her name out in the rain Drew, ba- Drew Barrymore no oh. Jennifer Love Hewitt yes. oh yeah yes. she's Jennifer- like here I am come and get me but in that one she lasted yeah, she, she lasted, but she was a busty gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the busty gals usually, and you know, the ones that are a little bit more flirtatious. Fine, compliment this. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, and Fine. then it leaves it to. Uh, then there were two. Yeah, Scott and Nira, and mm. someone's got to go, and because one of the rules is you never mess with an OG. I'm gonna have to say it's gonna be me who's gonna last, and Scott, you're next to go. Just okay, so because you're the OG, you last. It's not because I'm I have any lacking or I have any faults. It's just that you are the OG, so you last. I, wait, wait, what are you the OG of? The cast, right? Like <laughs> if, this, if this is like Scream Six, yeah, she's been in yeah. all the first I'm the OG. five. So you're you're oh. Cindy, yeah, Sydney, Sydney. That's Peter it. Lord, get that <laughs> Sydney on his phone. Yeah, and you're a little bit like you know, Scott. I think you're a little bit like. You don't pay attention to the details, uh-huh. whereas I'd be so overly OCD, detail-orientated, yes. and I'd be like, don't 
don't, you'll be like, I'm just going downstairs into the basement. I gotta get a beer. I'm like, you're not gonna go alone. Right. You're like, it's fine. I'm just gonna go by myself, even though I've screamed at you. Right. Don't go alone. Mm. You'll still go alone. Yeah, I, I might do that yeah. if there's a beer down there. Yeah. But the problem, Nira, is you're not good at, um, you're not good under pressure. Like I always say, if I killed somebody, I would never tell Nira because she'd tell everybody. You can't unbuckle it. You you can't handle pressure. But I'm not trying to be the killer. You want the girl like me that can't handle the pressure because I'm not the killer and trying to like, I would I would be the one who can't handle the pressure. So I have so much information I'm throwing at you about what's going on and how someone's trying to murder us. Yeah, but plot twist. What if you were the killer? Mm. That's Ooh. part two for tomorrow. <laughs> Scott, run. Who's the killer? Who's right? the killer? Yeah. Holly and Nira.